and welcome to the podcast at Dawn's House, because what the world needs most right now is a podcast about the Babysitter's Club. I'm Esther. I'm Karen. And I'm Aoife. And today we're talking about Babysitter's Club book number 21, Mallory and the Trouble with Twins. Okay, so who remembers this book and what do they remember about? I'm chairing this meeting now. <laughs> I remember there were twins called Marilyn and Carolyn and they were bold <laughs> and then Mallory figured out they wanted to wear different clothes and that solved everything. That's all I remember. Oh, that's a pretty good summary. Mm. What about you, Eva? I never read this. Okay. Ah, We're now okay. to the stage where like, I ran out of the books that I had got from uh, the buy and sell. <laughs> I think I didn't ever express the desire to buy all the catch-up numbers, please, mom. <laughs> uh, so also she like didn't, I think she thought they were a bit trashy. So I, I, I had occasional ones from then on, but I never like got like nice numbered sequences and read loads of them from that, from that point on. Um, I mean, there would have been hundreds. Oh yeah, yeah. there would have been. Um, and this is, the, my mother is the lady who bought me all 21 Famous Five books for Christmas one year. I mean, it was Santa Claus, nice. but you know, um, yes. that was one of the best Christmas presents I ever got. So like, she, she liked to get me books, um, but I I think she just, mm-hmm. I think she especially liked to get me books that she wanted to read. So <laughs> sneaky. So Karen, you remember this pretty well, right? Yes, I remembered... Um, like, I remembered all the broad strokes beforehand, but when I went back and re- read it, I was like, oh God, I remember specific elements of, like, the twins made up language. Like, <laughs> I, I have, I remembered um, a, a particular outfit that Dawn is described as wearing, which I still would, I'm still kind of into. I would probably wear, except for the clogs, not the clogs. Yeah, the clogs I have questions about. There is, um, yeah, loads of the, the, the stuff that happened in this. Yeah, I, I liked Mallory. She was one of my favourite characters, um, and I liked this one in particular i think uh, but the uh the front cover of it is absolutely seared onto my memory and <laughs> these poor children and their hideous haircuts which oh, are god yeah so it's the, the american front cover i don't know what the british one looks like i can only assume that it's worse but just the the <laughs> the description in the book is bad the american front cover is 80s-tastic their yeah their their clothes are you can hear the polyester satin rustling from looking at this picture i need to look this up <laughs> sorry no I'm, I'm i'm having to do the same because it's 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 so awful um okay. yeah pink there's just a lot of very virulent and the thing is that like the cover and how awful the hair is and how virulently pink the outfits are and how lacy and roughly and unnecessary they are yes is just extremely true to the book right down to the fact that the girls are described as having ball cuts yep yep and and they there there's definite side eye going on in the the image which is also true to a particular scene mm-hmm. um where they're like they're, it, it's their birthday party and they're just getting angrier and angrier because of yes. various things that are happening um with pretty good reason but yeah one of them is just like i'm gonna burn this place down <laughs> <laughs> yeah mallory looks Probably not 11. She looks like she might be about 19 or 20, which isn't too bad, I suppose. Mallory looks yeah, like she's in college. college. Yeah. So I remembered, I remembered that really, really well. Um, and just, yeah, a, this whole book was very familiar. Um, it was quite nice. It was revisiting a, um, definitely a favourite, sort of uncomplicated <laughs> babysitter's book. The UK cover, they look like they will kill you. They just look straight up murderous. And they were really remind me of Libby from Sabrina the Teenage Witch, actually. Ooh. Oh, that's a good... Oh, cool. That's villainous. Uh, could somebody... Oh, hang on. 
Oh my god, that is so sinister. Oh, they look like evil twins from a like X Files episode or something. <laughs> they're from The Shining. They're that pair of twins. They're definitely going to murder someone. Oh my god, like she's holding a bracelet in her hand, but it looks like a noose. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, yes. it is a that is a, a threatening aura. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Holy shit! <laughs> I mean, it's it's more or less competent as a artistic representation of two human beings but like it's there's an aura of real menace, menace that yeah. i don't think the book intended that the, oh. <laughs> they're kind of bratty in the book they're not murderous like they they actually look like yeah this looks like the cover for an evil twins horror yes <laughs> exactly like uh, th- this was rejected from a point horror or a, like christopher pike or something also yeah the the twin on the left who will be haunting my dreams tonight um is considerably <laughs> older and has just a bigger head than the one on the right it's like it's it's yes. like the the theme for this horror movie is that like <laughs> this little terrifying guy has escaped from wherever he was incarcerated and has moved into the house and the the the, the child is like look i have a little twin he's he's my imaginary friend he's come to life and he's going to wear all the same clothes as me and the parents are like what we just thought you were we just thought you were joking that's who it is like this is an adult dressed up as a like creepy 7 year old as a small conservative 7 year old yeah yeah these are uh, troubling troubling imagery Yep. Yeah. But I think the awful the American cover is like just absolutely spot on in terms of um, yes, the book because definitely. um their outfits are that awful and their hair is that awful. This yep. is canon. Mhm. I mean the hair thing isn't actually described as being awful anywhere. It's described as their hair was cut in a ball shape framing their faces, but like we all know what that looks like, so yeah. Yeah, and it's not good. It's a completely straight rendition of what was described in the book, and it is as bad as we yes. all would have thought. Um, yes, I was so glad. Like I was reading the description, going, "Oh!" And then I went, "Oh yeah, they get to get cut their hair at the end." Thank <laughs> God. Yes. <laughs> For these kids, I think there is an attempt at a Princess Diana kind of hairstyle, though, which uh, is it's 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 like what would happen if you had a not very good hairdresser yeah. <laughs> trying to emulate a celebrity haircut. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I'm sure the Stony Brook Mall has a great hair salon with all the most cutting edge looks. Mm. Well, I mean, at, at one stage, like, don't they tell Mallory, don't go to that place that will, that we, where they'll give you a green mohawk? And Mallory <laughs> was like, no, it's fine. I was going to go to the normal place anyway. Yeah. So Stony Brook mm-hmm. has at least one super edgy hairdresser. Evidently, yeah. I'm quite jealous. Yeah. Assuming that it it's a hairdresser and not just, like... <laughs> Some guy around the back of the target. Just like someone's bathroom and they've got loads of like crazy colours and manic panic packs in their, yeah. in their cupboard. <laughs> yes. Or it's like a tattoo parlour where they'll they'll also give you a mohawk. Where they'll also cut 11 year old's hair. <laughs> I mean, there's that one place um, in Dublin where, so when we were younger, if you wanted to get a piercing um, in Dublin, your two options were to go to the kind of ear piercing booth in the George Street Arcade where you would definitely get an infection. Yeah. The only like question was how bad it was going to be. Um <laughs> or you could this is for any other type of piercing ears you could probably manage. But um the the other place is uh, a tattoo parlor 
in a sex shop that also does piercing, which is where the responsible parents would take their <laughs> their 16-year-old to get their eyebrow pierced or whatever, because they had all the proper hygiene and stuff. Um, so you just were like ushered through this room of like inflatable things. <laughs> um, and I was like, no, just don't look, don't look, it's fine. <laughs> um, so yeah, those were your two options. Nowadays, there's a little bit more choice, I think. Yeah. <laughs> so. Ah, good times. Oh. Sorry. Um, that that is a bit of a a bit of a digression. <laughs> I know, but it's like it's it's not a story it's not a story about growing up a teenager in Dublin if it doesn't include someone getting piercings in Miss Fantasia's. Like that's just the experience. Yes. No, it's <laughs> yeah. it's fair. Which I think um, COVID permitting is still there. So yeah, if you're in Dublin and you need to get a piercing, it's you know, recommended. <laughs> yeah. Yep. It's very reputable. <laughs> uh, they have a truly wide selection of gadgets. <laughs> their front window displays are frequently terrifying <laughs> oh um yeah so i remembered a lot of stuff in some that's good so like the plot i think is pretty straightforward with this like mm-hmm. mallory gets a semi-regular babysitting job looking after twins who go off the rails swap their identity bracelets which is the only way she can tell them apart speak to each other in their own language um mm-hmm give her the run around and it's a repeat job so they keep doing this and eventually she figures out that they would like to be treated like individuals please yep. mm-hmm. that's yeah that's pretty much it um the b plot is that mallory really wants her ears pierced and then eventually gets her ears pierced <laughs> <laughs> which is kind of adorable it is um at least she doesn't do what she did in um the first mallory book where she equated having no ear piercings and a bad haircut to basically being the same as experiencing racism. She has moved on from that terrible, <laughs> terrible analogy. Yeah. <laughs> Someone's had a word. <laughs> That's good. I think, um, yeah, there's a lot of, uh, all through it, there's a lot of talk about, you know, yeah, what you're allowed to wear and what you're allowed to do. And I think mm. um, the first thing on that that I marked on this was, so it starts with all the pikes going to buy shoes I would not bring all of my children anywhere at once if I was the Pikes, but they've decided to do this. Yes, all eight kids. (laughs) Just kind of getting it over with. So like, yeah, all eight kids, including Mallory, cleverly talking about how she's organized the seating, which includes four people in one seat, like one row Mm -hmm. in the car. And it's like, that's illegal. Anyway, (laughs) it, it was the 80s. But yeah, like she wanted extremely cool pink shoes with green trim, but got loafers. <laughs> and her mom said they're much more practical because they go with everything you own and they last they last a year. And I was like, that is a better spin on your eleven, so you can't. <laughs> yes, mm. like I have that we normally get for these things. Yeah, there's so much fashion in this book. I I have highlighted so many outfits, and I'm really excited to like get into there them all. Are, yeah, that's gonna be fun. so many. Outfits. This is a very clothes-heavy book, and I love it. She has an eagle eye for what the older girls are wearing. Yes, so we get great descriptions from. Alice. Yes, she's cataloging them all. There was an interesting conversation in the middle of it where Mal and Jesse are just kind of sitting around chatting and um jesse says i guess our parents must have a they must have reasons for you know telling us we can't do things and what we can and cannot do like you know i have to assume that there there's you know a logic behind it like yeah the pikes actually are pretty good at explaining what the logic is generally there's like it's it's financial or sometimes it's like no you're too young 
for some stuff because like shortly after the whole like oh well no you can't have green and pink shoes we need to get you sensible loafers that will go with more of your clothes and last longer mm-hmm. and that's that's perfect that's very pike mm-hmm. in fact yeah. and Mallory really understands it like they've got eight kids yeah that's fine sensible <laughs> shoes for everyone um but like at one stage like I check out all the stuff I'm not allowed to have yet like glitter for my hair makeup and short skirts and it's like glitter for your hair yeah I don't know they seem to have an anti-glitter policy because before she was complaining she couldn't get glittery sweatshirts <laughs> apparently they just don't like sparkly things yeah like some of the stuff they're like there isn't really a good reason for this I mean short skirts I guess is a prudery thing but like mm. it was the 80s you could wear those over leggings you know but like hair glitter is very harmless hair glitter and even makeup like you know yeah yeah Hmm. I suppose so. You know, maybe tell her she's not allowed to wear it to school, but... Most schools are the ones, like, imposing the arbitrary no-glitter policies. Yeah, but, like, yeah, but, I mean, if you were sort of the, like, if if you were the pikes and you thought, sort of thought, hmm, is she a little young for makeup? Like, I'd still own some and just... I guess the pikes don't believe in rules except for (laughs) no-glitter. That's... Go to bed whenever you want. We're not going to, like, restrain you in any way. Bully your little brother as much as you feel. Be a bunch of misogynists, but no glitter. We draw the line at glitter. There's such a thing as standards. (laughs) I guess um, something that might be happening here is that Mallory has only very recently started formally being a babysitter, um, and her parents maybe don't realise or haven't quite realised until she started coming to them saying, hey, can I have this and I can pay for at least some of it. They don't realise that she has her own income now. Um, yeah. And I think the... that is the case because they do later agree that she can pay to cut her hair and she can get her ears Because I can see if you have eight kids to pay for, being like, I'm not funding makeup. Yeah. Like, that's, like that is, that is not a priority. <laughs> yeah. She says a few times that they're, like, they're not poor, but their budget doesn't really have a huge amount of time for frills, which might be like, oh my god, glitter. <laughs> yeah. No, I actually remember the equivalent glitter type of stuff being quite desirable, but slightly above my budget when okay. I was, like, mm-hmm. of an age. Um, Like, that one particular shop, which had, like, all the cool stuff, and everything was just a little bit too expensive, so I spent a lot of time looking at stuff uh, in there. Yes. <laughs> um, and I wonder, is this kind yeah, of Yeah, maybe there's that. Um, <laughs> that makes sense, because they do definitely soften on the stuff when she kind of makes mm-hmm. a case for it and offers to pay for it. Um, so yeah, I think a chunk of it is probably... And it's probably not only, you know, we, we haven't budgeted in to pay for this for Mallory, but also, like, Mallory, if we start paying for you to go to the hair salon instead of me trimming your fringe or cutting your split ends off at home... Mm-hmm then uh, Vanessa's going to want the yeah. same thing. And Margot, and Cl- we can't afford to do that yeah. for the whole family. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But if, if if Mallory's paying for it or, str- or heavily subsidising it herself, then they've got come back to the other yes. kids. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yes. Get a part-time job. But yeah, Mallory is fucking fixated. So she's, at, as she's taking the kids around the mall, she's mentally going through the girls of the babysitters club and telling us the reader all about them. <laughs> yes, of course she is. Uh, so she gives us their life story and a description of their fashion sense 
and what their likely position on ear piercings is. <laughs> who wants their yes. ears pierced? Who has their ears pierced? Who's not allowed to get their ears pierced? And so on. It's literally all she can think about right now. Yeah. I, I have to say, with all the ear piercing stuff, right, especially like stuff like I bet Mr. Spear would never let Mary Ann yeah. get her ears pierced and Mallory isn't allowed to get her ears pierced and Jessie isn't allowed to get her ears pierced. And I'm like, like, I don't know, is it a, a, a regional thing or is it like a, a class thing or both? But like anyone who didn't already have their ears pierced before their first Holy Communion, which when I met it, you were seven, either got their ear pierced, ears pierced for their communion or with their communion money afterwards. Mm-hmm. I I didn't know anyone whose parents said, you're not allowed to pierce your ears till you're 12 or 13. This book is what made me want to get my ears pierced. And also gave me a false sense of how easy it was going to be. Because when I got mine pierced, and I have already told you guys this several times, um, I'm still mad about this. <laughs> they did not use the freeze spray. <laughs> and it was so sore. And I'm still like, yeah. Uh, it 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 was very painful, um, and I, I like basically had to be bribed to get the second one done after the first one. Uh, these days, they quite often, um, when you get it done here, uh, they'll get two staff members to stand one on either side of you and punch at the same time. That is very clever. So it's like all over and done with, and then you can tantrum as much as you like. <laughs> That's pretty cool. I don't remember it hurting, but it, I remember it, the booth in the Ilac Center. In fact, I remember <laughs> the lady saying to me. It's all, you're allowed to cry because I must have looked like it hurt, but I wasn't actually, you know, in tears. But, you mm-hmm. know, I must have looked like I was trying to, trying to be brave. I was not a brave kid. <laughs> uh, I was not actually trying to hold back the tears at all. Like, I, I, I was at around the same age. I had a Veruca mm-hmm. and I was going to get acid put on it to get it off my foot, which actually didn't ever hurt me, I think. But I was mm-hmm. so scared of the idea of it that I would screech my way through the process Aww. every single time. And I had to go back like once a week for a month and a half or something. So like I wasn't brave. I was very afraid of pain. Um, but obviously the reality of pain wasn't quite as bad as my <laughs> terror of pain. And I just sort of mm. clunk, clunk, ears done. Grant. Yeah, I they used a freeze spray on me. And I, I remember being really disgusted at the noise that it made, like the crunch uh but it didn't hurt but um yes when i took my daughter a couple of years ago they did not have a free spray i had i had a lot of sympathy for your daughter over that i was like yeah <laughs> oh uh so yeah she is absolutely fixated on the the ears and i think also wanting to cut her hair but that's sort of maybe a secondary consideration it's it's mainly about the ears and yeah everyone else's ears and what everyone else is thinking about ears at any given moment and then she takes the younger girls to watch strangers getting their ears pierced at the booth (laughs) which like Um, which goes as well as you'd expect those poor strangers how embarrassing would that be (laughs) so yes uh the the two the two smallest girls are standing there watching um and uh the there is an older girl getting her ears pierced in the booth and as soon as she gets the the gun goes clunk the two um margo and claire go ah! <laughs> and everybody is terrified yes <laughs> they jump a mile in the air and margo's like i'm gonna throw up and because margo's personality is weak stomach yes yeah 
like, I mean, actually, that's the thing about the the personalities of the the Pikes. Like, at one stage, someone in the book is like, "Oh, the triplets are identical, but you know, I can always tell them apart because well, they dress differently and they have such different personalities." And I'm like, <laughs> Byron is sensitive. The other two have a like TM, and the other two have no distinguishing traits whatsoever. Yep. <laughs> in fairness, Byron also likes food. So he has That's two true. personality traits. Oh, wait. yeah. Byron just got all the personality traits. Okay. Yeah, and he's afraid of H2O. That's three personality traits. Oh, yes. They really should have divided <laughs> yeah. those between the three boys. Yeah, they, she was only interested in Byron. He also has a pirate fascination. Yeah. Oh, yes, do you remember? oh was that him on the cruise? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Um, and, and Claire is watching it going, Did you see? She pushed a needle into her ear. Ah! And Margaret, like, they put a hole in her ear. Um, And Mallory's like, oh my God. And she's dragging them away going, I'm so sorry. Yeah. I hate it when five-year-olds refuse to be cool. (laughs) To be fair, that that was more exposing Mallory's gulping at a stranger getting their ears (laughs) pierced. Oh yes, absolutely. Than anything else. Oh bless. That just whole thing is adorable. It was pretty funny. Especially the, I'll be surprised if I live to see 12. She's (laughs) just that embarrassed. (laughs) I remember that feeling. Oh yeah. Um, There's another bit where I I just, my eye just caught on this as I was reading the the spiel, which Mallory is giving you as she walks around the mall or whatever, um, where she's talking about the babysitters and their their thoughts on ears. Um, but the line, we're very different, but we get along really well. Comes do up. you though? And I was like, <laughs> do you though? <laughs> in in many of the, of the books. Yes. The, the, in some of the books where they have an external problem to focus on. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And aren't just fighting amongst themselves. Sometimes we turn on each other. <laughs> I was flicking through looking for my notes. I've done way more than usual. <laughs> yeah, it's quite a good one. It's quite an easy read. I really like this book. Like, I genuinely like... Yeah. I think it's, it was the external, easily solved, babysitting-based dilemma mm-hmm. and not anything more complicated. Yes. I was like, I would have really liked this when I was a kid. This would have been perfect Babysitter's Club material. Almost every scene is babysitting. Yeah. Yeah. Which is unusual. There's usually more stuff. I think there's like a couple of meetings and there's like various episodes in the mall and that's and everything else. It's all malls and babysitting. Yeah. They don't go to school. Yeah. It's it's 100% pure BSC. Yeah. Oh, so I know we're going to really skim through the meeting chapters because they're pretty yeah. blah. But uh, mm-hmm. I is this the first uh, like in timeline mention of them all groaning at having to play pay subs. I think so, yeah. I don't... Because I was really confused when we skipped to one of the later the mysteries or something, and they were like, oh, we all groaned as usual, but handed over our subs. I'm like, I never remember them doing that. I read books 1 to 20, this is 21, <laughs> and it says that they groaned. So I'm okay. like, oh, so they've suddenly started doing this. You're Well, you're noticing this as a new thing is probably more reliable yeah like i feel like we've seen it already but it could well be that it was out of sequence i think we saw it already in the books we yeah in the mysteries because it yeah. took me by surprise when i saw yeah. it there so i've been kind of looking out for the first canonical groan <laughs> <laughs> i had encountered it before as well so i might be a bit more confused about That's where fair. it happened in the um the timeline no i think you're right about that yeah uh, it's it's becoming a tradition 
like a, a time-honored club yes. tradition is <laughs> complaining about finances. Everyone is increasingly griping about the notebook as well in the last few books. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and Mallory is particularly conscious of this because she's like, I really like the notebook. <laughs> but but I understand that not everybody else does. Yeah. Yes. Oh. So yeah, they go to the meeting. Logan's there. For no apparent reason. Yeah, he's just kind of hanging out, I guess, just to remind us that he exists. Mallory and Jesse are embarrassed that he's there and don't want to sit too close to him. Um, (laughs) Which is the most 11 thing. (laughs) Yeah. They they might catch cooties off him. Then, yes, Mrs. Arnold calls and says she has twins and can somebody come and do a recurring babysitting gig with them for a couple of months? So Mallory signs up for that. Then she talks about earrings some more. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she's really, uh, yeah, just just all about the earrings. Yeah. Oh, the twins, by the way, we must say at this point are named Marilyn and Carolyn. Yes. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of amazing. I mean, I can see why it would annoy them a lot, but mm-hmm. <laughs> in theory, it's pretty funny. I think I think this book did a really uh, neat little thumbnail sketch of the sort of person that would call their identical twins Marilyn and Carolyn yes. in their mother. Yes. And like, I I just there is not a single note of that character, sparse though it is, that does not ring true. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> she's pretty great. It's the telling detail. Yeah, she also like Mrs. Prezioso when. Mallory goes to the Arnold's house. Uh, Mrs. Arnold is way too glammed up for going out in the middle of the day. Mm-hmm. I think she's going to the same kind of afternoon parties that the Preziosas have been going to. See, I'm not even sure that she's particularly glammed. She's wearing a lot of jewellery. As that. And she's, bows. But it sounds like the jewellery could easily be like kind of like cheap. Or not like glamorous, but more just colorful and like bows. They're not dressy. They're she's also described as being in a fog of perfume. Yeah, it's true. Okay, so she probably is aiming for dressy. Yeah, and crashing headfirst into way too fucking cutesy. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) And plus, like, and as for, I think the reason I'm thinking that maybe she's not really all glammed up just over cuted is like her earrings are in the shape of ladybugs yes it doesn't really go with all the the other stuff yeah um but it kind of goes with all the bows like she's yeah. just got this weird like she's a weird tryhard basically yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like the bow in her hair is a ribbon with a print of tiny ducks on it Oh God! Which that detail? I actually think that both the ladybird ear, ear, earrings and a bow that has ducks in it sound kind of cool, but, but not together. Like, not, not the outfit is way too much. There, she's also wearing a mouse brooch. <laughs> there are like at least six bows: a fake rose, ladybirds, a mouse, a beaded sweater. Yeah, she's I just think a it's lot. Kind of an it's an umbrage vibe. Yes, yes. yes. That's it. Thank you. That's it. <laughs> Bows on her shoes, a bow in her belt, a bow in her hair, and a bow at the neck of her blouse. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She sounds exhausting. Um, I I love this this bit of characterization. Like, yes, Mallory just takes the whole thing in and is like, "Oh, this woman." <laughs> yeah. Like it's it's completely accurate. Yeah. Was it more common to dress your small girls in just like polyester frilly nightmares all the time in the 80s? Or 
do people still do that? I don't know if that I that I would recognize the equivalent. Yeah, I don't think people really do it that much anymore. I'm trying yeah. to think. I mean, polyester nightmares of frills and stuff were like special occasion clothes. Mm. Yeah, I had that, and- but it was for special occasion and I could be trusted to keep them reasonably okay because I knew it was a party dress. Not like every fucking day. Even like, okay, so I I had some relatives who would have been towards the Mrs. Arnold end of the spectrum in terms of liking a lot of frills and florals and, you know, mm. really, really highly feminine stuff. Yeah. Um, and my, my aunt um, always would have been very dolled up. Mm-hmm. Um, and always like if 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 my cousin was was going anywhere, you know, she would have been in a fancy dress and... But, like, even, like, when she was tiny in the late 80s and early 90s, like, she, like, in the house, Mm -hmm. like, no, she'd be wearing, like, something you could play in. Yeah. You Mm. know? Like, it would probably be pink, but it would be a tracksuit or, you know, (laughs) jeans and a cute jumper or something, um, or, like, a pinafore, you know, if it was a dress, something. Yeah. yeah. I think that... The way that the Arnold girls are dressed up so much is not being presented as normal either. Like, mm-hmm. mm. it's, it's it's over the top. It's way too much. And Mallory thinks it's too much. Yeah. They're very dolled up in the literal sense of doll. Yes. They're, yes. Like, they're clearly, um, Mallory's like, oh my God, you're like bookends, uh, which is a big no. Yeah, that is the wrong thing to say. That's actually <laughs> what, they, they really like her until that. And I remember picking up on it. Um, yeah. When before the mother kind of uh, comes down, the kids open the door, uh, Mallory looks at their bracelets. So mm-hmm. what's that? Says one of the kids pointing at the box. They've got identity bracelets on. She glances at the bracelet. It's a kid kid, Carolyn. Carolyn's face lit up. Mm-hmm. Why? Oh, she must have known about the kid kids from the last time she was babysat. It's like, nope. Mm. You addressed her by her name. <laughs> That's actually what happened there. Ooh, good spot. Yeah. Yeah. That happened several times where... Um, the girls are like, oh, she bothered with my name. And Mallory's like, oh, I guess she's just really into this thing. Whatever it was that I was talking about. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, but the like, the mum clearly thinks of them as decorative. Yes. Um, and she doesn't necessarily realise that that's such a problem. Like, yeah. we do. She, yeah. She gets to sort of have her say at the end of yes. the book. And she's not, it's not that terrible. But yeah, there's definitely a kind of a fussy decorative thing going on with the kids. Which Their bedroom is terrifying also. Oh, yes. It's literally <laughs> like mirror image split in half. Yeah, they identical. have two of everything and everything is like symmetrical and matched. And yeah, Mallory says it looks like a sci-fi movie. Uh, the genre <laughs> you're looking up for is horror, Mallory. It's a horror movie. Mm-hmm. I like that that's where Mallory's mind goes, though. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, this is truly unnatural. Yes. There can be no natural explanation for this. <laughs> I know. <Yeah. laughs> this is, you know, out of this this dimension. <laughs> this is not normal. Yeah. Yeah. Well, basically, as soon as, as, as Mallory exclaims, you're so cute, you look like bookends, as they both settle down to read books in mirrored poses, um, they, the, the, the girls lose their shit. Mm-hmm. They take off their ID bracelets. As they first start talking to each other in like gibberish words that they presumably understand, uh, saying boggle and mm-hmm. umba, then they swap their bracelets and run around too fast for her to work out which of them is which mm-hmm. and proceed to just like give her the run around. Yeah. 
mm-hmm. and she's like not able. She's very confused and discombobulated. The one thing is that Marilyn plays the piano, so she's been told she has to make Marilyn do her practice. So she mm-hmm. eventually takes a random twin and tells her to practice the piano and it turns out that she can't. So she's like, aha, you're Carolyn. Then she goes, gets the other twin and makes her do a practice. Uh, but yeah, overall, it's not a successful day. No. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we got some pike babysitting. Uh, Mallory and Jesse reflect on how the triplets have such distinct personalities, which as we've discussed <laughs> is simply only one third true. <laughs> <laughs> They're, yeah, all the kids are doing their own thing on a rainy day and they're all behaving themselves um, yeah, very unusually. miraculous. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so um, I specifically remembered Margot and Claire playing Candyland Best Out of Seven Games. Because <laughs> um, that was the first time I'd encountered the Best Out of X ah. convention. Um, so I was like, oh, seven, yeah, that's true. <laughs> you know, that's fair. And I'm like, nobody does Best Out of Seven. That's a huge <laughs> So many <number."> games. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, they're doing that. Uh, the the triplets are behaving themselves, whatever. Oh yeah, they're watching a movie repeatedly. Yes. Yeah, they're watching a movie that the whole family watched last night and now they're watching it again before it has to go back to the rental store, which, I mean, <laughs> Mallory is all like, wow, I can't imagine really wanting to do that. And I'm just like, don't at me like that, Mallory. <laughs> yeah. That was what I was all about. Is I think I watched Hackers like Ooh. eight times in the one night we had it from the... <laughs> Oh my god. Oh my god. But I mean, wow. that was partly just so you were having a bisexual awakening. That's, that's a special I mean, I case. was definitely having a bisexual awakening. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> I, 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 was, I was older than, than You the literally woke up and at the time. Packers was playing. <laughs> was playing all night. <laughs> huh, I now understand everything. If I wasn't bi at the start of the night, I sure am now. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> I definitely, me and my cousin watched Grease every day one summer yeah um but we did not uh i don't think we watched it more than once a day <laughs> that would have been really uh would be kind of like you know get up you have breakfast be like do you want to watch grease okay <laughs> i'm then... pretty sure that there were days that i watched like not just that because i got it out of the video store and i knew i had to get my money's worth before it went back you know but um mm. no, i'm pretty sure that we had some movies on tape that we would absolutely watch multiple times in a day when we were, we were small I think Mallory is basically just trying to show how much more sophisticated she is than the triplets. It's fair. I think she's it's like, fair. the triplets are doing a thing. I'd never do the thing. She would totally That's actually do the fair. thing. She, yeah, read... she says she reads books over and over. Yeah, so yeah. Exactly. But I'm I'm beginning to notice the, the, the fetishization of books is beginning mm. to be my, my pet peeve. Like, it, it was it's slightly annoyed me for a long time, but it's getting more and more and more annoying as we get, like it it was so common in mm, kind of mid late twentieth century kidlet though, yeah, mm. because that was this whole horror thing of kids aren't reading anymore because of television and it, oh, there yeah, was yeah. just all of this t v bad books good, like look at Roald Dahl. yeah. Like, look at Charlie oh, in the like Chocolate TV. Factory. Yeah, 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 yeah like, yeah, yeah, yeah. but like, it's not even in in books. It's literally just yeah, people I fucking know. <laughs> oh yeah, these <laughs> days everyone needs to get over like, it. Like, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. I I think I I just I just like scrolled past an article 
that mentioned Marie Kondo in the title. Mm-hmm. This is two whole years after she was topical, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and the the displayed comment on it was, oh, she lost all the credibility for me when she told people to throw out all their books. Uh, and I was like, yes! Like, I nearly went in there and was just like, no, I need to I need to just stay out of the comment section. Yeah, like, no, don't. That's like, been debunked so many like, times! She, A, she like, didn't, and B, like... Get the fuck over yourself! Yeah. yeah. Like, you're not and, special because you own a book. <laughs> a, she didn't, and B, I dare you to show me how often you've reread all those. <laughs> Yeah, like I have a lot of favorite books that I don't want to throw out. I can't say I've read any of those in a while, though. But I would be sad to get rid of them. But they're yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I've got those. I like knowing they're there and I can read them. Marie Kondo wouldn't tell me to get rid of those books because they mm-hmm. spark joy. Exactly. So there, yeah, it's there's yeah. no problem. Yeah, yeah. Actually, speaking of book snobbery, I I do like at the end where Jesse is saying at the chapter Jesse's saying all quiet in the Western Front. <laughs> Oh, yeah. And I was like, Jesse and I had both tried to read that book and had hated it, even though it was a classic and we knew we were supposed to like it. <laughs> I'm like, it's okay, lads. 11-year-old girls aren't the target audience of that. It's cool. Yeah, it's grand. <laughs> I, I think that's Anna and Martin being all like, yeah, me and my two fictional characters all hated this book. <laughs> yeah. Oh, probably. Yeah. It's legit. But yeah, it's oh. cute. I, I I can just picture the two of them being like, yeah, we're serious book-loving ladies. We're going to read this book. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I'm not having any fun. <laughs> yeah. I, but yeah I, I, that's very relatable. Yes. I tried that a lot. Definitely. Yeah. At least they like admitted it and were like, no, I actually like it. Yeah. They didn't just read the whole thing. <laughs> Pretend they liked it. Yes. I know I'm supposed to like Sarge, but <laughs> I just feel like I don't get everything he's talking about. It's, like, it's okay. Maybe when you're 12, you will. <laughs> I just yeah. prefer pony books. Oh, oh. Um. Yeah, so, yes, Nikki, meanwhile, while all this is going on, he's building a solar system. And I was like, oh, that's very... Oh, yeah, your kid is obsessed with building solar systems at the moment. Oh, my God. If there isn't a solar system, like, going the entire way across my living room, it's an unusual day. (laughs) (laughs) At the moment, he's doing dinosaur-sized comparisons. uh, Or (laughs) dragon-sized comparisons, where all the the toys are representing a dinosaur or a dragon. That's cool. Uh, And he lines them up in size order. Uh, and sometimes yells at me because I don't know which dragon or dinosaur it is. Um, but yeah, so I, I was like, yeah, you go, Nikki. You build that solar system. <laughs> um, you better include all the trans-Neptunian objects or my five-year-old is going to like make fun of you. <laughs> they don't even, I know they haven't discovered all of them at this point in time. Like, Just, just get it done, okay? At least Nikki thinks Pluto is a planet. He's got that going for him. Yeah. Well, you know, so did everyone else back then. Exactly. He lives in a simpler, happier world, as we discussed. It's okay. Pluto is a dwarf planet. Yeah. You know, they haven't booted Pluto out. It's just, look, it, it hasn't cleared all of the objects out of its path. That's why it's not a real planet. <laughs> it's not big enough. It doesn't have enough of a gravitational pull. Okay, guys, look, Karen, you just have to... I look. haven't cleared all the crap <laughs> off my floor either, but you're not going <laughs> to say I'm less of a human being, are you? Uh, I... I wasn't going to say you were a planet, though, because I felt that might give you, like, might give offence. You know? <laughs> Look, I tell you what, Esther, why don't you come back and we can revisit this question when you've got a greater gravitational pull, okay? <laughs> okay, I'll see what I can do. <laughs> yeah, just shut that right down, Eva. <laughs> oh, okay. boy. Uh, so, um, sorry, these are the these are the issues in my house. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. Solar systems are important. 
So yeah, um, Claudia then babysits the twins, and Mallory's been continuing to have like bad experiences babysitting them. The exact same hassle, basically, with them. And Claudia basically thinks it's probably kind of Mallory's fault, and she's going to do a better job. Uh, uh-huh. And it's hastily proved wrong. <laughs> she at least owns up to this. Yes. Um, oh, yeah. I, I think there's a little bit of, like, not... <laughs> Mal and Claude don't really get on. They don't really like each other. It's mm. kind of it's kind of interesting to see that. It's it's very subtle there, but they're just kind of like, yeah, no, she's fine and all. She's one of my best friends, but yeah. Um, <laughs> like, and because Claudia's like afterwards, look, I'm sorry, I thought it was you. You know, I thought it was probably you, in fairness. And Valerie's like, that's okay, I understand. I'm not hurt. I'm a little bit hurt. I'm not hurt, but <laughs> I'm like, judging her ability to spell a bit. Uh, she's so judgy about her ability to spell yes. as well. She's so mean about her. <laughs> Like Mal always judges Claude's Claude spelling, and you know that's incredibly relatable. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because uh, Claudia's like, "Oh my God, Mal, you can have the twines in her in her little written bit." <laughs> yeah. And um, uh, Mallory was re- next. The next chapter starts with, "Well, thanks very much, Claudia, but I don't want the twines." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, at the end of Claudia's thing, what happens is the the girls switch places again, and mm-hmm. and Marilyn has like. The, yeah, Marilyn's the piano one. Uh, Marilyn has like a a a final important piano long, like long piano lesson run through for a recital she's doing or something, and Carolyn goes instead. Yeah, because mm-hmm. they're playing a prank. Yeah, as we know, pranks are bad. Yes, and I am really annoyed at Mrs. Arnold's response to Claudia. Yes. Oh yes. Because I'm surprised at you. We trusted you to be in charge of our daughters. We understand it's difficult to tell them apart when their bracelets are off. Still, you're supposed to be responsible for them while we were out. How the absolute is this girl who's never met them before, who you have given no indication as to how she might tell the girls apart, mm-hmm. when they have been determined to call, to like mix up their identities? They chose to do this. She has no way of preventing it. How mm. is she meant to be responsible for it? How is she meant to stop it happening? Yeah, it's your kid's it's fault, so not your baby's fault. It's nonsense. Claude offered not to take any money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she said, we won't sit for you again if that's what you want. We, You know, mm. you don't have to have any money. And they're like, oh, no, 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 no. Nothing like that will be necessary. And I think that was a kind of a subtle power move on mm-hmm. Claudia's part. Well. She's like, yeah. It sounds like maybe they've had some trouble getting sitters. <laughs> the, the implication certainly is because Mallory knows everything. Uh, and she's like, yeah, I think they're kind of, they definitely don't want us to stop sitting for them. It sounds like they really want to have a pool of babysitters. Available. Yeah. Um, so yeah, no, there was, that. it was a totally unreasonable expectation. And I think that um, Claudia points out, she's like, oh my God, I have never had a parent give out to me in front of my babysitting charges before. That is so... Like, it was so embarrassing. And also, that's a real, like, that's very bad politics. If you want yeah. this person to sit for your children again, yeah. you don't embarrass them in front of your kids. If they're supposed to be an authority figure, that's that's just not a good... Yeah. The kids have learned that they do this and the babysitter gets in trouble for it. Yeah, that's just... Like, it's massively undermining the authority of the babysitter. I think, to be honest, I get the impression that the Arnold's don't really know how this whole babysitting thing is meant to work like they haven't really prepared they don't really give the girls enough information to go on like Mm -hmm. here's 
like here's how to tell them apart for example <laughs> they just don't like, even leave the pediatrician's number I mean, <laughs> like really what they need to do is like when the girls are off playing somewhere be like, listen they're known to take off their identity bracelets to try to prank people here's so, what you should do if that happens if they do that here's how you tell them apart if something is really important if they do that ignore them let them do whatever they feel like doing yeah if it comes up and it's important that you know which one is which here's how you tell them apart yeah, there's a recurring theme of um, kids who are up to specific kind of bullshit. Yes. Um, and their parents hiving them off to the babysitter and not providing enough information on how to deal with it. Mm. It's very similar to Betsy. Yes, so very. The previous one. Um, and like, they clearly know that this is something that the twins do. And yeah, they, they haven't, they're just like, no, you, you, you figure it out. We're going out to be on committees or go to... <laughs> The parties with Mrs. Prezioso and her husband. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go to a basketball game in an evening gown. I think it was just a cocktail dress. It's fine. Oh, sorry. Yes, I know. I'm totally not... normal. <laughs> um, but like, I don't know if this is... Is this a thing people like put onto their babysitters these days? Or... Yeah, I don't know. I've never hired a babysitter, but like, I, I feel like is... I would try and give them as much information as possible this whole town is just very lax on child kind of minding i've done a rake babysitting like as a teenager and people would definitely warn me like Mm -hmm. listen um lisa is getting overdose and she is in an absolutely terrible mood today She's probably going to try and start. Oh, getting over a dose. I thought you said she's getting an overdose. <laughs> it's like, I did. Yeah. That is hardcore babysitting. In my head, this child is five. Okay. <laughs> it's no getting over a dose. She's, you know, so she's really cranky. She's been having rows with her siblings all night. Just, mm-hmm. you know, just be aware of that. Um, you separate them if they start having, if they start fighting and just try and distract her and you can put her to bed half an hour early or whatever mm-hmm. it is, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they always like, they would tell me these things. Yeah. I, I was once sort of taken aback because um, one of the kids I babysat like was nowhere to be found and the parents had gone out and I left his, his sister's, I don't know, watching a, a video or something and, and eventually I found him under his bed sobbing. Oh, no. And I was like, what's wrong? I'm just going to lay on the floor. Like, we need an into him. Mm-hmm. And it turned out that he was really upset because he had been sneaking goodies mm-hmm. and stealing things was bad and was he a terrible person oh <laughs> i know oh my god I, know. I basically told him that the only child that had ever lived that didn't sneak goodies was like jesus so don't worry about it <laughs> well the historical record is it doesn't tell us much i mean about yeah jesus. we don't know I mean, like <laughs> yeah and i said don't worry about it like and if it makes you feel really bad just don't do it again and then it's fine <laughs> So yeah. Oh, bless him. I know. So, oh. um, but like the parents didn't know he was having a moral crisis, so you know, yeah. they couldn't warn me about it. <laughs> yes. Well, here's the pediatrician's number, and by the way, yeah. one of our kids is going through an existential thing at the moment. <laughs> He's under his bed. Just try and talk him down, would you? Yeah. Get him. Get him good with God. It'll be fine. Yeah. These parents are not great employers. Uh, yeah, frequently, 
which I guess again is useful life skills like it don't be that person <laughs> like yeah don't be that person and also if your employer is that person try and push them for like the information you actually need mm-hmm. do you remember um Mrs Perkins like who you know they're they're the Mary Sue family they're always do everything the right way and she's like okay so I've given them all my old makeup and they're playing a a makeover game yeah and so she gives them this full details on what's going on and what they're allowed to do and they're definitely gonna make a mess they're doing this and it's it's fine fine that they're doing it and just keep it to these rooms and yeah exactly yeah so there's parameters set and yeah so I think um yeah we're not supposed to think that this is good (laughs) yeah uh, for sure good parenting or employing they're fairly bad and they're also definitely from the sobac school of like la 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 i'm out of here (laughs) deal with it oh can i say something that i really liked in this um Mm -hmm. further on the subject of mallory notices everything Mallory has not forgotten that Claudia broke her leg very recently. I know. Mm-hmm. Amazing. This is like decent continuity because they're starting mm-hmm. to get a bit shiny red reset button at the end of every book. And I'm, yeah. like, I'm, I'm glad that they're not as bad as, as they might be with that. But do you remember in the previous book, Christy was completely oblivious and never said a word about Claudia's broken leg. <laughs> and Mallory at the next meeting is like, Oh yeah, Claudia's leg is hurting her because uh, it broke her leg and sometimes uh, when it's raining, the leg still hurts. So she's resting her leg on a pillow. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, <laughs> um, that's that's some nice like observing other human beings, Mallory. Christy could learn a lot from you. She's the closest thing we get to an omniscient narrator. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, it's just a narrator who's paying attention. Uh, I do notice... As well, though, she's like, Christy and Marianne are also sitting on the bed, but they're so, like, on the edge. They're like, oh, we might, we're, we're afraid. She's, she says that they're, like, afraid that they'll break her leg again. And Mallory's like, it's not that bad, guys. It's, it's kind of like, I think, I think Claudia might be putting it on a little bit. <laughs> <you know? laughs> um, that's just my read on it. I'm probably reading too much into the whole thing. <laughs> you could be right though there's just a lot of strong personalities and there is they're coming through more on a reread than they did the first time around yeah yeah i'm I'm here for it yeah Yeah. totally so yes they talk about the arnolds and mallory sort of she hasn't really told everyone up to now i think how stressed out she is by it so she kind of unloads on them and yeah this is when claudia is like yeah i assumed this was all your fault but actually it turns out these twins kind of suck (laughs) Mm mm-hmm and oh yeah we have some more foreshadowing of like how Mimi is so nice and Claude's gonna totally miss Mimi if anything ever happens to her which is that Claudia doesn't like foreign languages even though even when Mimi tries to teach her Japanese and it's like you're gonna feel guilty about that soon Claudia (laughs) but like Claudia has this really important insight there of uh I'm not sure the twin talk is a real language. I think they have a few secret words when they sit around going Mube Donner's lats in partu front. It just reads like Simlish. I love it. Um, <laughs> it does, yeah. Yeah, no, but they're all perfectly um, possible English words. I love it. Uh, I'm positive, like phon- uh, phonetically. Uh, I'm positive they just want us to think they have this secret twin talk. They don't understand each other any more than we understand them. And I'm like, yeah, there's Claudia with the low end high whiz again. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she's dead on. <sighs> Yes, then they talk about how it's a pity the twins are so annoying because they're so cute. (laughs) And then they're like, no one ever tells us we're cute. 
Um, maybe it gets annoying to be told you're cute all the time. <laughs> you should smile more, twins. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Exactly. And then Mallory goes into another spiral of self-pity because she's not cute enough because she looks like a nerd. Yeah. I, I think, you know, even if they weren't twins and like really fed up about having everything the same all the time, like, I think if I was dressed like a doll like that by my mother and didn't feel that there was any point even saying that I wanted something different. That would yeah. be super I'd annoying. I'd be annoyed at that. Yeah. No, that yeah. would be horrible. Yeah. I mean, like, we do have the benefit of a lot of, like, time and thought on Tumblr posts that have been made on the subject of, like, not defining your girl children by their appearance yes. and not being like commenting on your what they're wearing as the first thing yeah i mean but like even even taking aside like the, the you know the benefit of the tumblr posts like mm. you know I, I i wasn't treated like that as a little kid mm. <laughs> I, I i it would have bothered me had i been yeah like it was quite nice on occasion to be dressed up and have people go ooh, you're fancy but yeah. then to return to the like worn out jeans <laughs> yeah it was a special <laughs> occasion thing like quite frankly I knew I was adorable, even when I was wearing my ch cousin Joseph's hand-me-downs. Like, <laughs> so it was fine. <laughs> Good but for you. you could, it is completely possible to be adorable at hand-me-downs. Yes. Um, yeah. <laughs> including t-shirts that say Peach Club on them, which you only realise many years later should have been Beach Club. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Aww. I had several of those. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. It would have. It would be very annoying. Yeah. Uh, and you'd get very sort of First, you'd be like, yeah, I know I'm cute. Everyone says that all the time. It's not really a compliment. Let's mm. move on. And then you'd be like, suspicious yeah. of it, I would say. You'd be like, what does it matter that I'm cute? Yeah. These aren't even the clothes I want to wear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think, um, but I think as far as like, I think the Tumblr posts and that have given us a lot of context as to how that's part of a greater harm. But um, mm -hmm. yeah, rather than like making us realize it would suck to constantly have it happen to you uh, yeah yeah it's yeah it's more the the wider context i think yeah things that probably occurred to you during your childhood that you might want to reconsider when you're dealing with people from a younger mm, generation yeah. Uh, yeah kind of thing mallory goes back to the arnold's again and she again she's sort of taking a leaf out of uh how they handled betsy Sobak in that the girls troll her and she trolls them right back. Mm -hmm. But this time it's fine. Yeah. They start talking in their fake twin language and she starts talking pig Latin to them. And they find it really annoying and frustrating. And she's like, mm -hmm. okay, uh, if you talk normal to me and stop acting up, I'll teach you pig Latin. So they eventually, like, they decide that seems like a good deal. And then she tells them that she does actually want to tell them apart and mm -hmm. they complain that everyone mix mixes them up and you know treats them like they're just one person and they don't like it um so she's and that they used to they used to like dressing the same mm -hmm. yeah um and being kind of uh, a pair but they're really starting to want to assert their individuality and uh, nobody's having any of it yeah. and i think they're a really realistic age for that yeah like seven yeah. just turning eight is yeah about the point yeah, it's fair, and they're also quite. Um, they seem quite earnest about it. There's, yeah. it's. They're not like they're very relieved when they discover that she actually wants to know. Yeah, more about them as people, and she doesn't want to just categorize them as a pair. Yeah, 
And they tell her, they show her that they have like moles on opposite sides of their faces so that she can actually tell them apart. And like, yeah, it's quite sweet. It's like they, they trust mm-hmm. her. Uh, and so they let her in on this secret, basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember when they told her that, I, I was reading it, I remember just thinking, see, the problem with that for me would be that I would be incapable of remembering which one had the mole on which side. <laughs> like, it wouldn't oh help God, me, me at all. Yeah, me too. I would be mm-hmm. like, I know the moles are different, mm-hmm. but how am I meant to associate that with, an, with, with the name and personality that I know each of them has? <laughs> I can't mm-hmm. possibly do that. It would erect my head. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think um this she said after a while she started to notice differences in their faces. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that does happen as well when you're used to um Yeah, when you get used like, to, to yeah. twins. I be- I remember there was there were identical twin boys in my year at school that mm-hmm. I remember when I first started, they seemed extremely identical, but a mm-hmm. combination of being on the same bus with them every day and I guess also adolescence changed their faces slightly. And like I by the end of it I was like, How could I ever have thought they looked the same? Yeah, I think that's fairly common, like when you actually get to know two people like that, you, yeah, you can tell them apart. Um, also, yeah, I, I love how how shameless the Arnolds are, because Mrs. Arnold then announces that the girls are having a birthday party and she wants three babysitters to come and basically run the entire thing. And Mallory is really surprised because she's like, "Yeah, things went so badly with Claudia. I didn't think she'd want to hire anyone else in the club, but uh, <laughs> apparently they just really don't want to run this birthday party themselves." <laughs> they've been at a cocktail party where mrs prezioso has been like listen here's how you do it okay just just hire a whole bunch of them it's like cheap as fucking chips just get them over and yeah um just just they will throw punch at each other but it's fine it's worth it they look after the children oh we sit in the kitchen with the wine <laughs> eva's just taking a swig which is very inappropriate of water i know but, it's yeah water. yeah I know. <laughs> yeah, then we get Christy babysitting her step siblings, which is um she she and Karen had been like they had this matching outfit that they would dress in. And then Karen dresses in her outfit but she matches with Hanny Papadakis, uh, who's wearing a similar outfit. And then Christy decides to join in and be a triplet with them. Mm-hmm. And Karen and Hanny are instantly like over the whole thing and are like actually we want to get changed and go do something else it's so (laughs) withering Mm. like ouch the only thing i have highlighted in the chapter is that you know she found linny and david michael on the back patio reading basho man comics (laughs) yes i have that as well and i was like i assume and i did a quick google and all i got was suggestions about like japanese poets <laughs> so, oh, yes yeah yeah, yeah. Basho, yeah. so um i assumed that this was anna martin knowing about as much about likely comic book names as she does about likely teen pop band names yeah. and it. like was going with like basho as in whammo <laughs> yeah kapow that is genuinely a hilarious kind of boomer take on what <laughs> yeah what comics Although would be boomers are are obviously big comic readers or were back yeah. in the day as well so i shouldn't really she could have just said superman it would have been fine yeah <laughs> but i mean yeah it sounds so much like something that like one's dad would have read in the 50s <laughs> yes but really yes. not like anything that was around in like 1989 no <laughs> i don't know we're making a lot of assumptions maybe he writes japanese poetry maybe it's a much more thoughtful and meditative kind of comic book than we're we're imagining 
there's a lot of weird Japanese comics out there. Yeah, th- there's probably one about a, a poet. So David, Michael and Linny got in real early on the anime trend. Exactly. Uh, or on the manga trend, uh, rather, and are reading a super obscure literary manga. Yep. Okay, cool. It's canon. It's not a super obscure literary manga. My take on this is that it is a just a kind of a slightly weird tie-in to the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> okay. Um, which was actually current about... Yeah, yeah no, they were. I was actually thinking that when we were just talking about comics. Yeah. And they were like, yeah, so we bought this comic um, that we thought would be really super cool because it was for the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and we thought he was going to be fighting Shredder, but instead they are sitting in the turtle base meditating while Splinter reads classic Japanese poetry to them for like the whole comic book. I keep waiting for the action. It's not here. I'm a very disappointed seven-year-old. cannot accept it. Yep. <laughs> That's that chapter. We've got some valuable insight We're into done. what goes on in the in the the brewer household. It's just an endless sequence of babysitting jobs, babysitting meetings, and then occasionally segue to Washington Mall. <laughs> yes. I'm so excited for the mall. It's really a very pure book. It is. <laughs> there's, it, just, yes. there's nothing unnecessary in this. Just babysitting in malls and ear piercing. It's so good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's just it's just a real like babysitters club distilled down to its purest essence. Yep. <laughs> so they go to the birthday party. Marilyn and Carolyn have been given identical outfits to wear. Uh, they're not very happy about that, but they have to wear them anyway. Mm. Um, they admit to Mallory that they'd actually quite like to wear different clothes. Um, then at the party, everybody gives them two identical presents Mm -hmm. and they're getting more and more annoyed by this and Mallory um, has given them dun 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 different presents to reflect their interests. And Carolyn is like is this a mistake? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I actually thought that was really sad. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Uh, So yes, Marilyn gets a piano brooch uh, because she likes the piano and Carolyn gets a science book because she likes science Mm -hmm. and yes this is the only thing that they enjoy about their party basically and yes then we get the scene from the cover where um, they're very very irate blowing out their candles as their mother is determinedly taking photos of them (laughs) yeah their mother is in denial about the whole situation she really is like they're clearly very pissed off yeah they're not hiding it at all i definitely had the phenomenon as a small child of it's my party and i'm going to be fucking angry (laughs) for no apparent reason (laughs) if i want to um but uh i i you know I think my parents probably were would have tried to find out why if I was yeah. like, yeah. I'm going to just smash this fucking cake up. Like, the, the kids are scowling and the mother is just like yeah. taking pictures yeah. of them <laughs> while they're going. I don't know. I guess maybe they've just, they've been looking like that so much. She's just decided that's just what their faces are like. <laughs> oh, my darlings with their resting bitch faces. <laughs> Identical resting bitch faces. <laughs> yeah. So yes, then the, the twins later say that the Mallory's presents are their favourite birthday presents that they got, which is very sweet. Mm-hmm. And Mallory yes. apologises for having called them cute. And they they get on, they're, they they patch things up. And I think Mallory also explains that she just meant that they were cute. Yes. They, 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 mm-hmm. This was nothing to do with them being twins, except it kind of was, because she said they looked like bookends. But you know. Yeah. Yeah. But that she, I, I think that's the sort of white lie that's absolutely fine. They agree to it. 
yeah, to accept it at face value. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and she offers to talk to their mother about uh, them wanting to wear different clothes. So she has a little intervention. <laughs> um, Mrs. Arnold uh, gets very emotional and is like, yeah, basically admits she's been completely oblivious to the extremely clear signals they've been giving off. <laughs> and so they uh, agree that Mallory is going to take them to the mall and they are gonna buy different outfits the mother is really surprisingly sort of accepting she is yeah and and she listens to them and she takes their concerns seriously in a way that you you're not sort of prepared for given the way that she's been set up today yes, which mm-hmm. is true. like yeah that's quite refreshing she's she's really just suffering from that thing of oh you were my baby so recently and i can't kind of conceptualize you as an older person yeah. who now has their own views and thoughts yes. and opinions on things. Um, that's really just what's happened here. She just got used to yeah. treating them like dolls because, you know, you can kind of yeah. do that with babies. But she gets on board with it pretty quickly. She's And, like, she feels bad. Yeah. I think as someone who was reading this for the first time, mm-hmm. it was nearly anticlimactic. I was expecting some more conflict about this, but the mom was like, huh, I never thought of that. No, you've got a good point. Okay. (laughs) And then Mallory decides that she might try this at home. And so she extensively butters up her parents Mm -hmm. um, (laughs) by forcing the other kids to behave and clearing all the dishes away. And then hits them with, uh, she wants an entire makeover. Uh, She wants uh, contact lenses and a new wardrobe and pierced ears and a stylish haircut. But that's because she's figured out how to haggle. Yes, Yes. exactly. She goes into it specifically saying, I'm going to bargain with them and I'm not going to get everything I ask for. So I'll ask for more stuff than I actually want. Yes. Yep. (laughs) So clever. So they... uh, all agree that she's not getting an entire new wardrobe to the surprise of nobody <laughs> and she's also not getting contact lenses to the surprise of nobody well i mean for reading purposes i'm never not going to be annoyed about that no that's fair <laughs> but they agree that she can get uh pierced ears actually this was very cute she she begs and begs and begs to get pierced ears and promises that she'll only wear tasteful understated earrings and not like big gold fangs or anything mm-hmm. and her mother said that she can get her ears pierced on condition that she wears crazy earrings occasionally yeah <laughs> yeah which is lovely she's like you don't have to wear them all the time but like what's the point of having them if you don't <laughs> yes <laughs> if you don't wear snake fangs every now and again yeah that was very sweet i like that that was really nice it makes a lot of sense to me to like not to arbitrarily make your kid wait for something because they're too young but to for the ear piercing thing, if you make them wait till they're that little bit older and able to take care of them themselves. Yeah. yeah. Like, like just as a person who got their ears pierced at eight <laughs> on strength of this book and just had quite a lot of infections and like pain associated with it, I think. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I hate to say it, eight year old me, but it might have been better to wait till I was about 11 or 12 <laughs> yeah. and like be able to kind of take charge of that whole thing especially if you're the parent of eight children i can see like oh yeah no way just not wanting that world of pain yeah like, you're not going to remember to clean the piercings twice a day every day if you've also got seven other kids to deal with mallory is definitely like she's managing this whole encounter with her parents oh yeah quite strongly it's it's interesting to watch because she th- she's she's put her proposition to them and they're kind of going well i don't know and then she's like i tried something else and uh, she, she said, I hung my head and I went, I'm such a baby. You know, everybody thinks that I'm such a baby. And they're like, oh, no, no, love, we don't. And then they start to negotiate. Yeah. yeah. I mean, this is basically how to manipulate your parents. Yeah. Like, yeah, this is the life lesson here. Important life skills. 
It is, though. Negotiating. They're your parents. You love them. You do anything for them. But here's how to manage them. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> they can be played yeah. just like anyone else. <laughs> and she says in like the run up to it, she's like, with eight kids, they've seen every trick in the book. So I'm going to have to come up with a couple of new tricks that they haven't seen. <laughs> and they're pretty amenable. And I think, to be honest, the main thing, her main bargaining chip here is I have my own money. Yes. yes. You know? So I can I can pay for some of this. And they're like, well, okay. Yeah, cool. Yeah. <laughs> and I think part of it is clearly, as she says at the start of it, like, I've just been kind of moping around, whining about being babyish, but I've never actually sat down and clearly articulated what I want. Mm. So I think part of this is try just, instead of whining about it, having a grown-up discussion about it. Use your words. You <laughs> might find your parents suddenly... Yeah, regard you as, as as more responsible and trustworthy if you approach something like an adult. <gasps> Mallory is Captain Awkward. <gasps> <gasps> yes. Yeah. Yeah. It all makes sense. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Mallory invented using your words. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yes. I'm, I'm very pleased to have discovered this, this eternal truth. Totally. Excellent. Um, also... Can I just say that when I read this first, I thought that Mallory was asking for a new piece of furniture <laughs> when she said she wanted a new wardrobe. Oh, um, oh bless. Instead of the, yeah. And I was like, what? I suppose, uh, I mean, maybe there's a reason. What an odd thing to ask maybe, for. It seems like they would have established that her old wardrobe was, you know, babyish or some way. But okay. I accepted a lot of things at face value when I was younger reading books. Cause I think you have to do that when you're a kid. You have you to. You don't understand anything that's going on. And if you tried to understand mm. it all, you'd never get anything done. So you just have to kind of accept that life is going to be baffling for a long time. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. No, it's true. That's kind of how I end up learning memes these days. <laughs> I'm just like, I don't understand what this is. Eventually, some sort of context will resolve itself around it. In the meantime, I'm just going to let it yeah. wash over me. Yeah, basically. It's it's childhood all over again. Yeah. It's fine until something that seems totally innocent turns out to be like some neo-Nazi crap. <laughs> yes. Yeah, okay, fair. <laughs> Which, again, I mean, that's kind of like growing up. It's like... Oh, yeah. Sometimes things seem totally innocent and then you get older and you realise they totally aren't. So... Yes. I mean, memes are like life that way. It's fair. All right, let's um, let's wrap up the the rest of this. It's mostly makeovers from here on out. <laughs> yeah, mall uh, scenes. See, th- there's some good psychology in the mall scenes. There is. No, so, I mean, yeah. I greatly enjoyed the mall scenes. Like I said, they were they were thrilling escapism. My only kind of comment on like other than just kind of the delights of the actual mall scene itself is mm-hmm. like. If you were the mother of the twins who had revealed to you that they wanted to be treated more as individuals and that they wanted to have their own style of dress and you dress them in a very particular, quite young, conservative sort of style mm-hmm. and you had very specific aesthetic tastes yourself, mm-hmm. I just don't believe that she would be like, I'll bring you, I'll let you, the, your 11-year-old babysitter take you to the mall to choose your new outfits as opposed to supervising this myself. I don't know, maybe she's really questioning her parenting and she's like, I don't know anything. I'm just going to let these children figure it out. So I clearly can't yeah. be trusted. <laughs> yeah. She's at a cocktail party somewhere and Mrs. Prezioso is patronizing her and she's like, yeah, bitch, you're going to find out in like three years. <laughs> oh, yeah. Jenny decides that she's only going to shop in Hot Topic. <laughs> I like I don't know. Yes, uh, I I just don't know what the mindset is. 
There's a lot about the parenting in these books that I think is just very opaque to us. And I can't tell if it's because it's unrealistic writing <laughs> or if it's just a real cultural difference because it's been 30 years. Yeah. Yeah. And a different country. Yeah. And things are different. I mean, we were being parented 30 years ago, so it's probably not just the time difference. We, we remember what that was like from the kid perspective. But we were being parented yeah. by like people from a totally other culture as well yeah but it's probably more likely yeah. as i said to be yeah that was where i was going with that it's, yeah. yeah it's going to be probably more culture than than time but, yeah. yeah i just feel like the the kind of people who prioritize the the look of your kids mm. over the practicality of what they're wearing all the time mm-hmm. have way more in common with like the victorians <laughs> than the- <laughs> yeah no fair <laughs> yeah um, but like kids clothes are cheap and nowadays yeah. yeah much more comfortable i'd say yes. probably yeah i think um, so like kids just wear like leggings and stretchy dresses now and, and tracksuits yeah um which is what i wore yeah like ex- unless i was going to a party literally yeah. it was like tracksuits all the way down baby um, <laughs> me <yeah>. too <laughs> but we were all a bunch of huge nerds so uh yeah but we didn't yeah. have these kind of terrifying glam mothers no I no. wonder if any of our listeners experienced this. Like, were you raised in a, a series of polyester party dresses and frilly socks? If so, please get in touch. Yeah. Like, did your mother care? Did your mother care about the expression of femininity? Because <laughs> mine didn't. So I just did not have this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was told at one point that I shouldn't wear a skirt over my leggings um, because it was silly. Uh, I, I remember my parents arguing over what? this. Um, no, it was like, I was like, look, look what I've done. I've got leggings and skirt on. I think it was about maybe five. Yeah. And one of my parents was like, oh, that's ridiculous. Take it off. And the other one was like, let her have it. I don't remember what the upshot was. Probably I was allowed to, to <laughs> yeah. wear the thing. I don't know which was which. I know it was my two parents. Like <laughs> One of them was on the wrong side of history here. <laughs> they may also have been trying to get me into the car uh, okay, like, yeah. with two minutes to spare. That may have been an aspect <laughs> of this. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. So yes, Mallory takes the girls to the mall. Uh, they look at all the clothes um, and eventually settle on some outfits. Um, Marilyn basically wants to dress more preppy, I think. She says more grown up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she yeah. says more grown up. Um, well, I interpreted that as preppy also. Yeah. Carolyn wants to dress more like an 80s kid, basically. <laughs> yeah. She wants cool, trendy stuff like uh graphic sweatshirts and push down socks. Uh she wants to be very, very eighties and she might as well. Pretty on trend for twenty twenty. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> exactly. She sounds kinda like a TikTok girl. Mm-hmm. Uh so they go by their outfits. Uh their mother is astonished, well, almost horrified, then finally pleased. <laughs> so yes, impressively she's gone from being a massive control freak to really giving up a lot of control and yeah. good for her. So I think I think it kind of shows like my interpretation of it, I was trying to make it make sense was that it was never really about control. She was doing this because it was how she'd always done it. I suppose. Yeah. I got that sense as well. And she would totally have been willing to listen to the girls if they didn't like it, except they didn't tell her they didn't like it. They just acted like brats to babysitters. And she probably was relieved to find out why. And this was why she was so happy to embrace this. Uh, like, maybe. She'd probably known for a while there was something going on with the kid's behavior. Yeah. Moral of the story, use your words. That makes a lot, mm-hmm. a lot of sense to me. Yeah. <laughs> yes, as Mallory will tell yes. you when you... <laughs> right into her um 
Yeah, I think um you do really get set into your habits and um <laughs> when you're presented with a babysitter saying, Listen, here's what the problem is, um, can I can I solve it for you? Do you mind <laughs> if I just take your kids to the and she's like Okay, I suppose I suppose I can allow that. <laughs> I mean, we don't even charge extra for like parenting classes. It's great. <laughs> yeah, I don't think she even charges for taking them to the mall and doing makeovers. It's it's a very comprehensive service. Yeah. <laughs> so then, um, the babysitters club decide that uh, going to the mall is so much fun. They're going to go to the mall. Um, which is shocking because this is exactly what we judged the girls of the babysitter's agency for previously. I know, right? They're all going out to hang out at the mall like a bunch of brazen hussies. You know what I'm judging the babysitter's for, club for in this chapter, though? What? Is it the term mauling? It's the term mauling. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it is not a verb. It's not a verb. So I made sure. They use it so many times. Don't try to make mauling happen. I did. I've got a link right here to the Google Engram. Okay. <laughs> It's not. It wasn't at the time. It never was. It never will the be. The only time it's used is as a proper <laughs> noun, like it's a surname or something. Like, Ooh, that's some good good linguistics research. Yes. I, it, this to me is like an early example of um, the club having their own special mm. words. Oh, yeah. I'd like, and, and I think Mallory adopts it very like strenuously because Claudia says it as a joke I think or Christy one of them says oh we're going mauling it's fine um, yeah. and Mallory's like yes mauling it's a thing we do now mauling it has a nice ring to this it this is what teens do this is part of my identity <laughs> yeah. so, as a teenager who's going to the mall with her older friends to get her ears pierced I'm yeah. all I'm yes <laughs> I think therefore I'm mall <laughs> so oh. that's what's uh, what what yeah no um it doesn't have to be part of the wider culture. It's not supposed to Okay, be. <laughs> it's BSC slang. Terrible BSC slang. I'll tell you what, though. Marianne shocks me with her language. Yeah. Oh, oh yes. What the hell? Like, <laughs> So Mallory and Jesse finally get their ears pierced. And Marianne's like, ha, ah, Jesse, you look very sexy. And like, I'm shocked at this vocabulary. I, Marianne, does your father know you know that word? Yeah. That is... Oh, no, I didn't actually say that. Instead, what I said was, Mary Ann, with two exclamation marks. Also, on the Kindle, that phrase has 38 highlights. <laughs> Damn right. Um, so many other people have read this and gone, Mary like, Why yeah, would Mary Ann say that? <laughs> oh, if Claudia had said it. I think she just heard the word and was trying to, um, like... Just trying to use it out. Yeah. But I don't think Marianne is not the I'm making an effort to be cool type. Marianne, of all of them, is actually the one to be like, no, I'm not the cool type, but I'm okay with that. I don't know. Marianne's got a steady boyfriend. She's she's cooler than mm. you think. I think she's uh, she's making... I think she's trying to make Jesse and Mallory feel grown up, I guess. And be yeah, like, yeah, you're cool like us. But it's like, <laughs> I, I can't believe the word sexy is in these books ever. Yeah. No, neither can I. I'm horrified. Marianne said we're sexy. Should we try and be sexier? <laughs> Is this what we should be oh, doing? No. <laughs> it's like, uh, no. I mean, the existence of the word sexy implies the existence of the word sex, which implies the existence of the concept of sex in the bsc universe. <laughs> like, I'm shook. I'm, I'm not comfortable with this, Esther. <laughs> mm -hmm. I know. Oh my god. Um, I mean... 
I don't think it becomes a thing. I, I think this is a this is a once-off reference to the concept of sexiness. That could have been substituted with the word cool, and it would have been better. <laughs> or awesome. Yeah. There's many yeah. other words that could have been used here. Yeah. It could have been radical. It could have been... <laughs> Tubular. There are many 80s. Bodacious. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All of those would have sounded pretty terrible, but probably not as bad as... Sexy. Like, Sexy. Like this really preppy 13-year-old <laughs> saying pretty sexy to an 11-year-old. <laughs> I mean, okay, if I passed by that and overheard it in the shopping centre, it would make me laugh to myself at how they were trying really hard to be cool and it was funny. But I... Yeah. I just wish that it hadn't been in this book. It's too jarring. It's too much. I can't handle it. <laughs> yeah, it's very strange. I quite liked the whole ear piercing scene, um, in which we go into in great detail because, of course, we of are. Course. It's the culmination of everything Mallory has yes. been, yes. you know, thinking about. It's the high point of her young life. Oh, yeah, basically. She says at one point, I was so worried about this other situation that I even stopped thinking about ear, like piercing my ears for a few minutes at a time. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, but anyway, they so they go to the mall and they get their, uh, they arrive and Christy's like, oh, what should we do first? And Mallory's like, Christy! <laughs> and uh, uh, Christy's like, ha ha, I'm only joking. Of course, we'll go and do ears first. Um, and so they, Mallory's getting her ears pierced, Jessie's getting her ears pierced, and Claudia is getting one additional ear piercing. Because she already had some. And this is the plan. Um, and... <laughs> Mallory is like I think Mallory goes first is it or Jessie one of the one of the younger girls does I think Mallory goes first yeah. and um uh Claudia's like oh yeah you go first you go that you go out before me that's fine yeah and uh Mallory's like oh she's just cu- so uh, she's as cool as a cucumber she must assume that you know we want to get it over with so Mallory and Jessie both get their ears pierced and they're totally fine um and then Claudia uh sits in the chair and she's like yeah yeah no I'm totally used to this and she gets uh, the additional hole in her ear and then she faints. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> and everyone else is like okay okay like put her on a bench and mind her and she's like oh my god I'm so embarrassed <laughs> Mallory's like oh I'm recording every moment of this. <laughs> so then Dawn like changes her mind and rings her mom and gets permission to pierce her ears and they'll then run back from the payphone and get Dawn's ears pierced twice yeah. per ear. Twice. Yeah. Um, so Dawn just like upstages everybody. <laughs> yes, basically. I just like, that was brilliant. You're pissing to the max. <laughs> so yeah, then yeah. the girls have another meeting and they all gift each other lots and lots of earrings. <laughs> and yeah. that's the end. <laughs> and yeah. So many earrings. <laughs> Mallory is finally at peace. <laughs> yeah. Um, and has a great collection of earrings, some of which are Claudia's weird homemade <laughs> ones with charms, which sound pretty cool i think i would probably wear those i like the claude has gotten has also made sure that all the posts are hypoallergenic yes that's very thoughtful <laughs> it's like she's 13 like i can't believe she thought of that that's really good of her yes <laughs> it's it's a bigger deal for her than you know she let on <laughs> yeah yeah she's like oh i just wear earrings all the time i've thought really hard about this <laughs> uh i just yeah like this is an extremely earring obsessed book and i think that's great it really is Okay, before we dive into the fashion, because like fashion, we're going to spend a lot of time on fashion. Karen, tell us in this book. Is everyone terrible? No, nobody is terrible in this book. Yeah. Hooray. Is that it? No, everybody has realistic motivations for what they 
do in the book. Nobody is just a straight up asshole. Um, it's it's a real departure from mm-hmm. some of the recent books that we have done. Um, yeah, and I yes, I fully understand why this was one that I read a whole bunch to the point where I can like, yeah, <laughs> I, I I remembered all of the the twins' weird language <laughs> like when I reread it. Um, so yeah, they're not terrible. Yay! No, agree. I agree wholeheartedly. Yeah, it's definitely the book that made me want to get my ears pierced. Um, I definitely got some peer pressure from Mallory. <laughs> <on this. laughs> Mallory would be so happy to know that. It would be like in uh, Romy and Michelle when they find out that everyone made someone's life miserable. Mallory would be so happy to find that she peer pressured someone. <laughs> yeah, she would. It worked out okay. I, I can still wear earrings. I think I'm the only one of the three of us who... <laughs> Who can? No, I can. I just am too lazy to, but I, I, I still can. <laughs> actually, no, I think I actually can still. They, 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 they haven't like closed up, and I had these cute ones, um, like shaped like little bunny rabbits. But like, yeah, I need to just get rings because I just need to be able to sleep with them in because <laughs> I'm too lazy to put them in there. I don't even wear my wedding rings. It makes my husband very sad. <laughs> Oh. I want to be the kind of person that wears my wedding ring. I promise I'm not going to singles bars. Like, <laughs> well, particularly not now. Like, if those still exist. Nobody's living a loose lifestyle right now. Or if they are, it's even more risky than it used to be. Actually, here's a question. Like, are there things, are there singles bars that are actually advertised as such? I don't think so. I think maybe there are singles nights. I think yeah. I'm using a really retro notion. Yeah, but like, did there used to be? Was there ever anywhere? Like, I don't think there's any in Ireland these days. There's just bars. Yeah. But is it one of those things that we're too small to have as a distinct Yeah, variety? that's what I'm wondering. Yeah. It's like, are, are like actually branded as such singles bars a thing in other countries? Or is that just something that someone calls the sort of bars where you go to hook up? That's an excellent question. I don't know. Yeah. Is is coppers a single? Yeah, bar? I was gonna say. I was this... gonna say no. Coppers is a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> but is it also a single bar? Probably. That's very true. I mean, I imagine single bars are nightmares. But like, coppers is the definition of a place that you only go to hook up, and there's absolutely no reason to go there if you are not either trying to hook up or trying to help your friend hook up. It's it's fair. Exceptionally seedy. Like, yes. Yeah. Anyway, the outfits. This is the main thing, because this is full of outfits. We're going to be like another hour talking about these. This is just wall-to-wall fashion. <laughs> yes, they go shoe shopping. Uh, Nikki wants Reeboks or Avias. Mm, I think that's Adidas. I'm pretty sure that was Adidas in the original, and the Kindle version has fucked it up. Oh. Huh, interesting, because I did look for them. I, I looked for it, and I did find a brand of shoe called Avia. Okay. Really? Yeah. Because I I felt like I remembered I remembered so much of this book I think I would have registered a weird brand a, yeah. a brand name that I didn't recognize I wonder if the UK edition said Adidas maybe I did not I definitely read the American one because it had the American cover huh um so but maybe it, it's one of the weird changes that they've made maybe, maybe yeah. Basho Man comics was actually recognizable <laughs> maybe <before>. yeah <laughs> um if you have an authentic 1980s US edition, please let us know. What brand of shoes does Nikki want? <laughs> uh, yes, Mallory is checking out everybody's earrings um, at the meeting. Claudia has little pairs of red sneakers as earrings. Um, 
Don is only wearing clip-ons. They're big turquoise triangles. They're fine, Mallory says, but <laughs> they're just not as good as the real thing. <laughs> clip-ons are not going to cut it. Oh, yeah. Mallory. Bless. Yes, and Marilyn and Carolyn's outfits are all fucking wild. Yes. <laughs> as is their mothers. The first one is, both girls were wearing blue kilts with straps that went over their shoulders, white blouses with lace edging the collars and sleeves, white knee socks, and black patent leather Mary Jane shoes. Their brown hair was cut in a bowl shape, framing their faces, and each twin had a blue headband with a blue bow on the side of it. Also, each wore a silver ring on the pinky finger of her right hand and a beaded identification bracelet. This is their outfits for hanging out at home with the babysitter for a couple of hours. Unbelievable. This is their downtime outfits. Girls, put on your ring on the correct finger. Yes. Yeah, seriously. Uh, like, what? Uh, the, uh, how did she... That actually, like, really pokes a hole in my theory that she's just buying them the same clothes out of habit because that took some micromanaging yeah. to get like yeah yeah okay i'm not sure anymore i do think dressing them identically is something that she thinks is cute and likes doing mm -hmm. and she obviously likes very fussy very accessorized outfits yes so she sort of is if they hadn't been twins it would be the sort of thing where the kid is starting to turn to the mom and go mom i need to be allowed to pick my own clothes now yeah and the mum would be like, oh, oh yeah, actually, I suppose you can. But the identical pinky rings are weird. <laughs> That's just mind-blowing, yeah. Mrs. Arnold is, Mallory describes her as a fussy-looking woman. Everything about her was too much and too cute. She was wearing two necklaces, a pin, bracelets on each wrist, rings, earrings, and an ankle bracelet. Her stockings were lacy and she was overly accessorized. <laughs> yeah, she's covered in bows and jewellery. She's wearing perfume, makeup, and nail polish. And Mallory's like, she probably painted her toenails too. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I think, I tend to assume people have painted toenails in the era where you're your your nails have their own TikTok channel. Yeah, like, I think Mallory is saying this as a diss or as, like, something that she thinks is really far-fetched. Yeah. But, like, painted toenails are the least remarkable thing here. <laughs> like, I don't I don't expect me to. No. But if somebody is accessorizing to that level, I'd say, yeah, they're probably... Yeah. The toenails probably Yeah, to pretty normal. Least. Yeah, it's fair. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's a lot to wear to, like, a PTA fundraiser meeting or something, which I think is what she's going to. <laughs> well, it depends how many dads you want to impress, which in Stony Brook could be all the Good dads. Good point. <laughs> she's going to a cocktail party with the Preziosos. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how the Preziosos suddenly became the ringleader of the swinging. <laughs> well, hey. Elma, but they, they are now so yeah. well they're the ones who are inappropriately dressed up for mm. unconvincing reasons in the middle of the day maybe the formal clothes are just someone's kink <laughs> a very influential someone yes <laughs> i'm just really into accessories i love it when you wear two necklaces at a time <laughs> make make one of them say your name on it oh man yeah that's great Ooh, hey no sucks. king shaming here <laughs> <laughs> yes, there's nothing wrong with being into accessories. It just seems like it might be expensive and high maintenance. I'm going to judge you for the bows. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot. It is a lot. It's way too much and it's very nicely described as such. Yes. <laughs> yes, our next Marilyn and Carolyn outfit is they're dressed identically in matching plaid dresses, white tights, black patent leather Mary Jane shoes, red ribbons in their hair, gold lockets, gold rings, pink nail polish and their name bracelets. Again. Yeah, the jewellery, the matching jewellery 
for hanging out at home is where these outfits cross the line into bizarre. You know what's kind of funny? So how old are the girls again? Are they seven or eight? They're seven going on eight. Margot Pike is seven. And there's a scene elsewhere in the book where she and Claire are doing a fashion show. Yeah. Yes. Um, where they're they're uh, parading in and out with outfits that they've come up with, which are all hilarious. Yes. And Mallory and Jess are like, oh, that's wonderful. And one of them is like, Margot and Claire have put on their uh, swimsuits and they call it beach fashion swimsuits and knee socks and high heels belonging to their mother mm-hmm. and a yeah. whole bunch of costume jewellery. Yeah. yeah. Like that's normal. Though. Yes. Like yeah. that's the level of jewellery that is normal for this. She's the same age as the yes. um, as the twins. <laughs> and I don't know where I'm going with this except that she dresses herself like an actual child. Yeah. And that so clearly it has to be the mum that's picking yeah. out lockets and single pinky yeah. rings. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they're not dressing themselves. There isn't enough effort in me to legislate what jewellery a child is wearing on what fingers no. or whatever. Like, there's no universe in which I would ever go to that much trouble. Yeah. I don't understand where these people get the energy. Yeah. Uh, then at the birthday party, the girls are wearing what Mallory describes as two absolutely beautiful dresses. And I think we have to put her down as an unreliable, <laughs> unreliable narrator here. Uh, they were white with pink ribbon running in rows from the neck to the waistline and lace at the collar, the edges of the sleeves and all around the bottom, uh, which goes with two pairs of pink tights, two pairs of Mary Janes, two gold lockets, two pink hair ribbons and their name bracelets. And yeah, I can see why they're pissed off at the birthday party. <laughs> I mean, apart from anything else, this is a birthday party. There'll be a cake. There will be candles. They should not be near open flames in this <laughs> yes. dress. These outfits sound flammable as hell. We yeah. are going to melt. Yeah. Also, there's going to be like, you know, squash or whatever. Like, yeah, yes. someone is just going to get, yeah, something pink and sticky all over these fucking clothes. I mean, the last time the BSC mm-hmm. went to a kid's birthday party, they had a juice fight. So, yes. <laughs> they were responsible for the pink sticky mess. <laughs> yes. so. Someone's going to do it. Sometimes it'll be the babysitter. Sometimes it'll be the kids. <laughs> but like, yeah, never, never put a kid in white at a birthday party. That's just asking for trouble. I never wear white, ever. No. And it's not because I dislike it as a colour. It's because I cannot be trusted. Same. No, I don't own anything white. There's no point. Yeah, no. I was also pleased to discover that it doesn't actually suit me anyway, so it's just as well. But yeah, no. <laughs> it's nice when things work out that way. Reasons for going goth. Yeah. Yes, then. And we have multiple scenes of mauling. <laughs> M-A-L-L-I-N-G. Let's not... Yes. <laughs> like, we don't just have a random... Like... <laughs> no one's getting torn apart by animals here. It's fine. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> the twins are wearing their mom selected outfits but different outfits but they are wearing identical they're carrying pocketbooks which what the hell kind of seven-year-old owns a pocketbook like that's just random i don't know um so yes they check out uh pink mohair sweaters which are 135 dollars which must really be <laughs> eye-watering then because it's still eye-watering now <laughs> like, yeah i can't yeah. imagine Shocking. spending that much mm-hmm. On a jumper. There's glittery sweatshirts, uh, which Carolyn takes a shine to. Um, Marilyn wants to buy loafers. Carolyn wants to buy high top sneakers. Um, Marilyn checks out some corduroys. Carolyn tries some jeans. Uh, Marilyn realizes she does not like corduroys. (laughs) (laughs) I like how she's like, hmm, I think I'm just used to wearing skirts and dresses. It's like, nice. 
So she wears a pink denim skirt, which sounds just as 80s as Carolyn's stuff and really not particularly preppy at all, but whatever. I suppose it depends on how it's cut. Yes, Marilyn buys a denim skirt and a roughly white blouse. <laughs> I, I, it's 1989. We have to make allowances, but... <laughs> yeah. And she's seven or eight or whatever age. Exactly. What kind of eight-year-old dreams of wearing a roughly white blouse? I mean, they're all wearing blouses. That's true. There's a lot of blouses in these books, but... Ugh. And yes, then they buy accessories. Uh, Marilyn gets barrettes and Carolyn wears a headband. and Everyone's feeling very empowered. And then they all celebrate by buying push-down socks as well. <laughs> push-down socks in lurid colours. Of course. I feel like push-down socks, it's, it's mandatory that they have to be in lurid colours, maybe. There's no real point otherwise. Then, yes, then we have the girls all giving each other earrings in a veritable orgy of earring giving. <laughs> um, Dawn has earrings in the shape of California and earrings with oranges on them because oranges come from California. Uh, Claudia has artist palette earrings. Jessie has ballet shoe earrings and Mallory has horse earrings because she likes reading about horses. Yeah. Is California a very recognizable shape? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's very long, but there's a bit of a bend on it where the coast curves around. Yeah. It would suck to be in one of those states that's just like a square. Nebraska. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I bet people are out there going, fuck you, I love my, my Nebraska earrings. I, I would yeah. say 100%, yes. <laughs> Someone is going, it looks totally <laughs> different from all the other rectangular states. It's got a like a little lump on the corner of it, and that's how you know it's not South Dakota. Yes. <laughs> I'm just I'm just assuming. I don't know what shape South Dakota is. I remember when I was when first on the internet on like a Jane Austen fanfiction forum and... Uh, <laughs> Was talking to a girl, another teenage girl there, and said she was for such a small Ohio. And I remember going, Ohio, is that one of the big square ones in the middle? And she said, Yeah, pretty much. And I was like, Cool. <laughs> <laughs> and we were happy. That's all you need to know. Uh, yeah. We're shaped like a freakish teddy bear. Yeah, we're like a teddy bear. We're like a koala, really. Yeah. Yeah, kind of a horrible, like. <laughs> a misshapen mutant koala. <laughs> It's like, wasn't there like a parody of a rebel song called Give the Teddy Bear Back Its Head? <laughs> oh my god. That's amazing. That's amazing. <laughs> oh, at least we're not America's wang. It's true. <laughs> Look at you, Florida. Yep. The final fashion note is Claudia's uh, earrings that she made for everybody. Yes. Um, she has collected little charms and strung together bunches of miniature Coke cans, eyeglasses, forks, animals, you name it, and added feathers and beads. I just can't stop thinking about how heavy these sound. I know. They're going to be fucking enormous. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Every time you move your head, they'll like clunk your neck. You won't be able to appreciate any of the individual quirky little items in them because it's too much. I was with it until the feathers. <laughs> But feathers are actually quite substantial. Mm. Like, yeah. it's not the, like, the weight of them. It's the actual shape. Yeah. And the amount of space they take <laughs> up. Um, so, yeah. You could get all the little doll's house furniture on and that'd be kind of fun. Um, but everything else is, like, uh, it's, yeah, it is too much. Yes. <laughs> Claude, what were you thinking? <laughs> Claudia is often too much. She's 13 and arty. Claudia is making art. Art that everyone else is going to wear, damn it. <laughs> or else. Yeah, they have to wear them to like every babysitter's club function forever, probably. 
Mala's like, my ears are only newly pierced. This is really sore. <laughs> oh no. Yeah, I loved how much fashion there was in this. There were so many outfits and they were all ridiculous. Yeah. Um, did we talk about there was a meeting where Marianne is wearing like a plum colored top and suspenders over a bodysuit? Yes. Oh yeah. That one I thought was gonna come up. <laughs> Sorry, I must have missed that one. You just missed a whole meeting because there was so much fashion. There was a lot. Oh my god. It was like there was a lot of details. I don't know if Oh, I got it. Oh, brilliant. She's wearing a short plum-coloured skirt over a plum and white striped bodysuit. Mm-hmm. The legs of the bodysuit stopped just above her ankles and she tucked the bottoms into her socks. I don't know where her shoes were. <laughs> the neat thing about her outfit was that she was wearing white suspenders with her skirt. I immediately decided to use some of my hard-earned Arnold money to buy suspenders. And maybe a pair of push-down socks like Claude's, or if I became rich to copy Don Schaefer's entire outfit. <laughs> uh, Don's outfit... Also, I remembered this specifically because it was uh, it was reversible and she had turned up yes. the, the cuffs of yes. it. Oh, yes. Dawn is wearing a oversized blue shirt uh, that was green inside. So when she turned the collar down and rolled the sleeves up, you could see these touches of green at her neck and wrists. She was wearing a green skirt and clogs. I'd never seen a person actually wearing clogs. Just photos of people in Sweden. <laughs> Dawn was the only kid in school who could get away with wearing them. She is so self-possessed. I... I had originally thought when she said clogs, it must be some kind of just a type of shoe that vaguely resembles like Birkenstocks or something. Yeah, something like that. But no, they're actual fucking wooden carved out of a chunk of wood clogs <laughs> that Dawn is wearing because fuck everyone else. <laughs> also, isn't it the Netherlands, not Sweden? Yeah, I don't know what Mallory's talking about. Sweden. <laughs> <laughs> I, that that rings true for me though. It's like it's one of those countries. Because, possibly because I'm not sure what country they wear clogs in either. It's in Europe. People are blonde, whatever. <laughs> yeah. There is yodeling. <laughs> yeah, what the hell, on? <laughs> Being from California is no excuse for wearing clogs, like, to school. <laughs> I, I don't understand it. And then into the bedroom of your Japanese friend. <laughs> yes. Leave him at the door. <laughs> yeah, well, you know. Oh, speaking of being Japanese, what was the thing that I, I marked here? I forgot to say at the time. Oh, yeah. No matter what she wears, she looks great. That's because she's Japanese-American. <laughs> I was like, there's... And how do you feel about Janine's fashion sense? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Mallory probably thinks Janine is a style icon because she's 15. And being a teenager is basically... The, the only thing that Mallory can respect at the moment. Yeah. yeah. Janine might have pierced ears for all we know. Yeah. 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 Mallory is just set up as someone who's very, very observant. And so she's mm-hmm. meticulously cataloging everybody's outfits. And it's great. I love it. Mm-hmm. It's pretty cool. And yes, I love the idea that Claudia is making earrings out of dollhouse furniture. That is great. And I kind of want some. Mm-hmm. I liked, um, Mallory's summation of herself actually as they go into the um to the mall to get ears pierced mm-hmm. where she says um you know she was a bit nervous thinking about it but her exterior was becoming more calm and she said this is what I'm like really the more there is to be nervous about the calmer I become <laughs> it's like wow that's uh Mallory's got nerves of steel <laughs> yes I I like this I like that to be fair, I think that's more like a response to the like constant sibling chaos. Yeah. Mm. Like, you know, there, there's, there, there, like, yeah. There's no situation that, 
There's probably been a lot of situations that she's just had to handle. Yes. Mm. Yeah, she clearly just spends all her time managing the seven very exhausting children. Mm-hmm. So what are our like life lessons from the book then? <sighs> like, twins are individuals. Manipulate your parents. <laughs> when they've seen every trick in the book, you need to come up with some new tricks. In- including ambushing them with reason and logic. <laughs> <laughs> but also with the, sta- with the classic negotiating tactic of start by asking for more than you want. Yes. Mm-hmm. I should look out for that when mine become mm-hmm. teenagers. <laughs> in fact, you should probably use it against them. Yes. <laughs> I See, I'm terrible at bargaining and negotiating. Like, if if I'm well, faced that's with why... a negotiation situation, they're like, it's $5. I'm like, are you sure? Shouldn't it be seven? Seven feels better. Here, have 20. Like, <laughs> well, you see, that's why when you practice, you're asking for more than they want to give on your children when they're extremely small and easily fooled. Yes. <laughs> Get good at it before you need to be good at it. I mean, I'm sure that this is extremely sound advice that I'm giving you right now. <laughs> <laughs> why not? Like, I might as well try it. Give it a go, sure. See what happens. <laughs> um, yeah, that's that's basically it. Is uh, be Mallory, observe everything, negotiate, um, and pranks are still fucking bad. <laughs> yeah, yes, pranks are always bad. <laughs> that's all the lessons I think. And also, meticulously document what earrings your friends are wearing and how they feel about earrings and how their parents probably feel about earrings because that's what the reader wants to hear. I feel kind of conflicted over the fact that this is, like, if you were an adherent of The Secret, (laughs) um, this book is kind of, like, you know, fixate (laughs) on earrings. Just, like, think about it for every waking moment. Until eventually your parents let you get your ears pierced. <laughs> yes, Mallory has like, manifested these earrings. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, kids, don't, don't, that's not what actually happens, okay? <laughs> no. Use words and money to, to make, <laughs> to to be make fair, this happen. Like, <laughs> Mallory did need to use words and money. Yes. She didn't wake up one morning and discover that her ears had been magically pierced overnight. <laughs> yeah. but, no. but the obsessive thinking probably didn't mm. contribute. <laughs> yeah. It certainly padded the word Kent though. Sure did. It was yeah, it was only when she like learned a new tactic and uh realized that she could use her words and have a grown up discussion with them and also use manipulative negotiating tactics. <laughs> so, you know. Yeah, I think it's a pretty good yeah. lesson. Use your words. <laughs> Pranks are bad. In conclusion, <laughs> earrings. 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 <laughs> I have a um, kind of a semi-goth pronoun pin. Oh, I love it. It looks like a like a metal band, but when you look closely, it's a pronoun pin. But just as she, her, I love it. Oh, you like female pronouns? Name three. <laughs> Name three. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, that's amazing. 